the occult, the news, and plenty of booze. Welcome to the One Drunk Hole Podcast. Here's your host, Witch Dragon. Hey everyone, uh, this is Witch Dragon. We're going to do part two of Year in Review. I hope everyone's good. I hope everyone likes the first podcast. And I did it on Bullhorn. I'm still going to be advertising and doing most of these on, on Anchor, of course. But I figure more platforms, more audience, right? So here we go. Now, I, I do know that I didn't put the Kim Porter article on, my, on the first half, of the, uh, first half of the show. Excuse me. However, I'm going to put it on here. My apologies. But either way, you will get the link. So, I'm not going to read every article that we're talking about for a year in review. I'm going to be honest. Some of them is going to read headlines, and I'll put the link of the article in there so you can read it at your own discretion, if you so choose. And, of course, uh, I'm still going through it with people, because, you know, <laughs> why not? And, of course, Meghan Markle. She receives a public apology after a lawsuit victory. Well, good for her, I suppose. Good for her. And I'll give the link to the article. So, Meghan Markle receives public apology after a lawsuit. And, of course, it's from Lanford Beard, or I don't know if it's a person or a company of the whoever, but, you know, nonetheless, there you are. So, I'm going to get that link right now and then when after you hear this you can read it for yourself if you so choose but at least you'll have it so that's one well i guess it's nice to apologize after the fact she wins but you know, or maybe should apologize after i don't know who am i to judge better late than never right so let me just save this link right now okay it is saved to put in what you might call it after the show all right yay I mean, I guess she gets something, so I guess that's a step in the right direction, right? I guess. Anyway, moving on. There's someone else I want to, you know, talk about briefly. Well, I mean, two other people, excuse me. Um, mm-hmm. Hold on a second. I'm so sorry. God, gosh darn it. Well, hold on. Maybe I can get it again. If not, then we're going to move on. But there's been a lot of things that have been going on in the world. It's hard to pick. It's hard to pick any. Just one thing, apparently. So, mm, I hope everyone's doing good and everyone's having a good season. Or will. Okay. Hold on. Let's see. We're trying to be a little like Law and Order, but, you know, a lot less dramatic with Rip from the headlines. Okay, well, I don't see nothing here. So we're going to move the hell on after five seconds onto the next door. If I see it, I'll put it. But if I don't, well, then, you know, I ain't going to, you know, keep stressing out about it. But it's certainly been... Hold on one more second. I'm sorry. Like I said, this is part two of the first show, so... This is just stuff I couldn't I couldn't think about saying during it. 
I know it's probably not proper American English, but, you know, what else is new? <laughs> Alright, anyway. That's one. Hold on a second. But the main event I do want to read is in five seconds, so if I don't find the other less serious thing, but, you know, serious enough, then I'm just going to move on, y'all. I know, I'm taking my sweet-ass time. But you know I take my sweet-ass time sometimes. It's been it's been a rough year for me, just like it's been a rough year for a lot of people. Shit. Still figuring out what to do with that guy. I mean, half the time I want to see him, half the time I don't. Half the time when I do see him, I'm upset. Half the time when I don't see him, I'm obsessed. Like, girl, boy, androgynous, non-binary, cupcake. Look, I don't know what to do sometimes. Sometimes I'm having a tailspin, not like the damn cartoon. Of course, that'd probably be more fun. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not. I'm not mad at nobody. Thank you all for your support and putting up with my carryings on and my shenanigans. But sometimes I just need to vent, y'all. And you guys are my people, so at least I hope y'all, or you know, you will be, or at least you can relate in some way. So you know how it is, or you will. So I don't know. Hold on. Here's what I want to look for if I can't find the other thing. Gosh darn it. Mm -mm -mm. Now I'm gonna check out the the. The Musketeer movie. I know it's an older movie, but I want to check it out and see if it's good. Whew. But sometimes, I don't know. I just, I just need to take a break from people, really, what I think it is. And figure out what I want to do with the next organizations or clubs I'm in and just figure that out. But I'm sure I will. Once I get my shit together. I'll set it. Oh, player. Yeah, there we go. I want to get to this, and then I want to get to the other thing. That's a little bit more. So. Okay, there we go. Hold on. Hold on. There we go. Whew. Okay. Here's why I wanted to... Well, here's one of the things I wanted to talk about. And then we'll get to the more serious thing. I mean, it's not that it's not serious, but, you know. Eh, you get the idea. Ugh. Okay, here we go. All right. Carl Nabb's experience coming out is very different from NFL players before him. I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to read it. Or at least I'm going to read some of it. And, uh, and then you can read the rest. Carl Nabb's. Na Nezib, I'll spell it, y'all, I'm sorry, N-A-S-S-I-B, has made history as the first active NFL player to announce that he is gay. Damn, he's gay, y'all. I mean, it's not wrong with that. <laughs> On Monday, the 28-year-old defensive lineman with the Las Vegas Raiders came out in the video shared on his Instagram. All right, so I think this was a while ago, but, you know, that's, that's kind of a big deal. You know, yeah, this was months ago, but I'm still going to put the link in the article. I mean, shit. That's kind of a big deal in the sense that someone who is currently is coming out the closet. And that's great and good for him. I think that's a beautiful thing. And I hope one day it won't matter who's gay, who's bi, who's tri, as long as you're doing your thing. You know, so I wish him a lot of luck on that. I really do. So, I'm going to put the link in the article, like I said. So, let's continue. Now, here's what I really want to read to y'all. Okay. 
So, CNN. It's been, because I'm reading from CNN.com, just so everyone knows. CNN.com. It's been 25 years since the murder of six-year-old John Bonet Ramsey riveted the nation. And now Boulder, Colorado, Boulder, Colorado investigates, investigators, good Lord, I gotta learn to read better. Boulder, Colorado investigators say they have analyzed almost a thousand DNA samples to find the killer. Okay. It is the latest in a string of numbers that reveal their ongoing efforts. Police have received, reviewed, or investigated more than 21,000 tips, letters, and emails. Detectives have traveled to 19 states. God damn. They have interviewed more than 1,000 people. They have processed more than 1,500 pieces of evidence. Or 1,500. I don't know. However you want to say it like that. Still, the case remains unsolved. It sees the public interest due to perhaps a mixture of factors, including her involvement in beauty pageants for young girls. Yeah, no shit. Her family's wealth. Yeah. And suspicion around her parents. <laughs> no shit. I feel like saying. Moving on. Who were never charged and later cleared by authorities through DNA testing. Mm -hmm. On December 26, 1996, Jean Bonnet was reported missing from the family's Boulder home. Her mother, Patsy, told police she found a ransom note demanding, what the fuck, $118 million for the girl. Well, not, it can't be 118000 is it? I don't know. Well, it's three zero, so who the fuck knows? Anyway, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not funny. It's just, I don't know. I'm sure I'm pronouncing it wrong. I thought it was 118. No, I think it's 118,000. It can't be million because it would be more zeros. Anyway, my, my apologies if I got that wrong. Nonetheless, for the girl's return, her body was found that day in a basement room of the home. Police later revealed her skull had been fractured. Oh, God. <sighs> Uh, that's so sad. Patsy Ramsey died of ovarian cancer in, in 2006. In a statement making the 25th anniversary of the murder, Boulder police said they actively use new technology to enhance the investigation and check regularly for DNA matches in order to solve this case. Th thanks to the huge audience and DNA analogy, advances, I'm sorry, thanks to the huge advances in DNA and technology. Multiple suspects have been run through the system to check for matches. CBI, Colorado Bureau of Investigations Investigation, I'm sorry. i got to learn to pronounce these words better. Have updated over 750, 750 references and samples with the latest DNA technology. The Boulder Police Department works closely with CBI on future DNA advancements. I really hope they find an answer one way or the other. Because so far they're not finding, well, I hate to say it, but they're not finding diddly squat right now. And I hope they really do. So, I'm, I'm going to have to just hope they do. As I'm sure many of us do. It's just so sad. I mean, obviously, you know, I'm preaching to the choir, I'm sure, most of us. But, <sighs> I, I, I don't know. Do, do I mean... I hope they find out who did it. I doubt it's Burke. I gotta put it out there. I'm just gonna say, I doubt it's him. I don't know if it's the parents, but it's somebody. And I hope they can find out who someday. I really do. It breaks my heart. 
and it still breaks my heart almost two decades, well, over two decades, I'm sorry, later. I don't know. I guess that's good they have that much advancement, so hopefully they can find it, but find out who rather, excuse me, but I don't know. I'm going to just leave it at that, because what the fuck else can I say? On a much lighter note of this year, ending, apparently Christine Brown left her husband, or I guess now ex-husband, or soon-to-be ex-husband, however that works for them, Cody Brown. I don't know if I really need to give a list of an article for that, y'all. I mean, for anyone who watches Sister Wives, all right, fine. I'll, I'll, I'll give a list of an article. You can read the whole full detail, because I ain't reading that shit. <laughs> but, basically, the rundown is she left him, basically, for fuck shit. Because he, you know, I'm sure it's not just because he didn't go for their daughter Jezebel's scoliosis surgery, which is not cosmetic. And, quite frankly... I mean, it's just bullshit, basically, if you really want me to get on it. I mean, I'm giving a list of an article. I mean, there's plenty of articles on it. You can, If you really want to read it, you can go find it. But I'll give you a you know, link to one. That way, at least you have an idea what I'm talking about. But suffice to say, they've they probably been having trouble for a long time. And she probably hasn't been feeling it. He hasn't been feeling it. So she got tired of his shit, especially with Isabel and the whole pandemic and all that good shit, so, they're basically split, she lives in Utah again, I think, with her youngest daughter, which I won't mention, I mean, I know they mentioned her name on the show, but I ain't gonna mention the kid's name, and essentially, that's what the tea is, that's a short version of the tea, so, basically, to make a drawn-ass story short, she got tired of his shit, is basically what it is, and Robin has a nanny, which, hey, good for her, I'm surprised they ain't had to get a nanny years before now, but hey, who am I to judge? Which I'm not judging that by itself. That That's whatever. Good for you. Get that nanny. Basically, it's a lot of fuck shit problems that finally came to a head and people are tired of putting up with it. In a nutshell, there's an article I'll put in the comments. You can read. And you can go from there. <sighs> whatever. And <laughs> because what the fuck else am I going to say? Basically, this year has been a lot of fuck shit, not just with pandemic and the corona and all that and new variants and all this other BS, just people in general. It just has not been a good year in some ways, but in some ways it has been a good year, so I don't know. It is what it is. Now, that doesn't mean it can't get better. Of course it can. It just doesn't always feel like it. Ugh. And I'm just going to leave it at that. And... I'll be honest, For I know people who are out there who are polyamorous like myself, which we will be discussing polyamory at some point. Trust and believe, we will. It has not ever been easy, truly, me being married and polyamorous and then dating or quasi-dating and thinking I found someone like the guy I've been told you about, which we'll skip that story again. It's just not been easy. And thinking you found someone that's close, uh, except the marriages, except the kids, except the grandkids, and boom, other things coming away. It's just not easy. But then again, dating, I'm sure, for, non for monogamous people is not easy. I guess what I'm saying, to make a long story short, nothing in life is easy. And I guess nothing in life that's worthwhile is easy. But sometimes it just gets annoying. It's like, girl, boy, androgynous, non-binary, cupcake, pudding cake, whatever. God damn. Can't it just go smooth? 
no, all right, well, fuck you too. <laughs> that's what I feel like saying. And then that's what I feel like saying with the rest of the world. It's like, Oh, and then scams, and it seems to be according to my friend, which he may be right, that all these scams on the gram and fuckbook, because I actually have another Facebook friend who's been going through scams, who got her page hacked too, so it's not just me, which sucks. I feel bad for her, even though I don't know her like that, but I still feel bad for her. And I have a friend who went through it, who has a friend who went through it, oh my god, oh my god, oh my goodness. It's like, ever since that meta shit, ever since they changed the name to meta, well, I wonder. He could be right, could be connected, could not be. I don't know. I guess we'll see. And then on top of it, I dropped my fucking laptop, which was not exactly that new. And I broke the screen. So the only reason I'm going to get the goddamn piece of crap fixed is so I can get some files off it. Unless I can, I can get the guy just to transfer all my crap off it. Like my files, which aren't that many, but I still want them off it. So I can take it off or either junk it responsibly if I can, preferably. Or just get the damn screen fixed, and then, I don't know. Girl, I, boy, person, I don't know. It's something. Anyway, to make a drawn-ass story short, because we're just getting long for no good reason. It's been one of them years. And I'm sure a lot of you can understand. Ugh. And don't get me wrong. I ain't gonna act like it's been all bad. No. I'd be a fucking lie to you if I was. But a lot of it is. Anyway, before I go... Today, well, my actually, my, my quad's birthday was a few days ago on the 23rd. Shout out to my baby's birthday, but we're going to have that party today. So, I got to go and get ready. Get them up and get them ready. Because boy, girl, androgynous, non-binary, cupcake, whatever. I got to go. But I will talk to you later. All right. You all have a beautiful day. Or not, or whatever. And I will see you in 2022. Let's get this podcast growing, but I want to thank you all for your love and your support. Thank you. Be blessed. Oh, one more thing. I have one more tip. I have a tip on how to make a disinfectant. I'll be disinfected if you have... Okay. First, you take a couple parts of water, put some lemon juice or some essential oils in, grapefruit or whatever. Mix it with some water, like I told you. And then some alcohol, you know, the higher proof, the better, not just the stuff you drink. Although, I guess you could vodka, but whatever. Seems like a waste to me. But, you know, rubbing alcohol, you know, peroxide maybe. But, uh, do it with alcohol first, see how it works. You know, mix that together real good. You know, I'm bad at math here, but, you know, whatever part sounds good to you, do it. Mix it all about and put it in a spray bottle, and there you go, and spray and disinfect and clean your fucking house. And if you're more magically inclined, you can put a blessing or a charm in it, whatever. I don't give a fuck. And there you go. You got the practical and the spiritual and the magical sense of cleaning right there in your palm of your hands. Okay. (sighs) Anyway, happy solstice, happy Christmas, belated, Kwanzaa, if you celebrate a boxing day, I don't know, whatever fucking holiday you fucking celebrate. Happy New Year and all that good shit. All right. This is Witch Dragon for One Drunk Ho, and we is out of here today. But I thank you all for your support and your love. Let's grow this podcast. And thank you all. And to all, a good day or good night. All right. Thank you all. Bye-bye.